you know, I thought, oh yeah, it'd be dead cool if he came back, but then how it actually felt to see him come out, like, I was not ready, and it just felt amazing, just, it just felt right as well, and that's got to be one of the biggest pops in wrestling history. I just don't want him to have controversy everywhere he goes, and I think we're... WWE's concerned. I think there's a lot of wrestlers who are waiting for CM Punk to try something just so they can snap him in and have mm-hmm. Man, I know, I know uh, Shad Khan, his father. I know he gave him a Punjabi verbal beatdown. I know he was mad. I know he was mad. I know Tony Khan went to his dad like, oh my god, Baba's gonna rip my head off. I do think we'll that moment the other night at Survivor Series was really special and I know you saw what I said on Twitter. When wrestling gives you those moments like that, when wrestling's at its best in moments like that, there's no better form of entertainment out there. What's going on, guys? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Invincibles podcast. You know who we are. I'm Zen. I'm Ollie. And let's get into the biggest thing on the internet in entertainment in a long, long time. You had mm-hmm. cricket pages posting about it. You had sports teams who play hockey, you know, tweeting about it. The surf, because I love the water, right? I love like ocean. Surf on Instagram posted about it. Everybody's <laughs> posting about it. Everybody and their mother's talking about it. CM Punk, Phil Brooks. The most magnetizing man in pro wrestling, I would argue. Mm -hmm. The most polarizing. Has returned to WWE as of last Saturday. And then he was at Monday Night Raw. And he's going to be at SmackDown today. Which is like Friday's the day we're recording this. So he'll be there today, if I'm not mistaken. The wrestling world has been lit on fire, bro. (laughs) Like, this this, this this is all that everybody has been talking about. Before we kind of dive into what it really means for pro wrestling and just our hot takes about it, just honestly, what did you think of that moment at Survivor Series? Oh well, I, it, it was it was My so perfectly was played. Like you know, even though everyone, a lot of people were speculating that he might turn up, there was still no actual rumors of it because they kept it so, you know, so tight. Um, and they did the typical Triple H trick of, you know, zoom out, put the, the little credits thing in the corner of the screen. And then I, I, you know, I thought, oh yeah, it'd be dead cool if he came back. But then how it actually felt to see him come out, I, I was not ready. And it just felt amazing. Just, I just felt right as well. And, that's got to be one of the biggest pops in wrestling history. That like, but yeah. like, it wasn't just a pop of holy shit. It was a holy shit pop that was sustained for about five minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like, so when we're talking about just wrestling in general, um, I'd say the era, the legacy of like the wrestling era that we're in now. Like, if we had to take our era our age of wrestling and under one moniker i'd say it really kind of started during covid that's kind of where the seeds were planted to the product that we see now Mm -hmm. from roman reigns heel turn 
um, to the bloodlines story that has spanned so long to the eventual uh, organic pushes of stars like LA Knight, things of that nature. Um, also, Vincent Mann being forced out, Triple H and Endeavor running the show. That a lot of that was beginning to take place through during COVID, and a huge part of that I feel like was AEW versus WWE, right? So if y'all remember, like I don't want to do revisionist history. I was very much on the anti WWE train back then, simply because the product <laughs> was just not great. The product <laughs> mm-hmm. was not great. Um, you had Big Dog Roman Reigns, like. Remember the puppy remix of Roman Reigns that like Dolph Ziggler, Baron Corbin, and I think Rusev. Yeah, uh, I forget. Um, and it was like woof 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 woof. Like it was so corny, bro. Yeah, that era of wrestling, and it was it was embarrassing. Like I wouldn't go to my coworkers and be like, "Yeah, I watch wrestling," because it was embarrassing to see what you're seeing on TV. But now, I mean, you got Logan Paul in wrestling. You got Bad Bunny in wrestling. Like. There is a legitimate star power and legitimate pop culture influence on wrestling, and I think a lot of that was due to AEW and WWE. Um, AEW was punching WWE relentlessly. It was, they were taking a lot of shots at WWE. Every promo was against the WWE, and they were capitalizing on Vince McMahon's failures. Now Triple H is back. He has signed every major AEW star that has hit the free agent market or has been let go, right? So, when talking about CM Punk, I guess what I'm saying is, would that pop that you're talking about not have been so huge if he had never gone to AEW? Because I think a lot of it was also the surprise of would he return to wrestling again, considering just how bad of a reputation he is perceived to have backstage. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um even Kevin Owens on a, on a podcast I saw on Twitter, he said, listen, I just want to have fun at work. If he can mm-hmm. do that, cool. And that's all he said about CM Punk. So there, it's well recognized. You know, it was even reported but not confirmed by Fightful that there is a behavior clause in CM Punk's contract. I don't know. But I think a huge part of that pop, just me, just me thinking, was the fact that WWE fans couldn't believe, one, he was back, but two, that WWE would re-sign him again because of the controversy of AEW. Oh, that's a really good point. I think I, I was shocked. Like I was like, "You really hired this guy after yeah. the Jack Perry thing?" That that's I, where it was coming from me. I do think, yeah, I do. I do agree. I think that part probably contributed to the pop being louder because, and you know, being so sustained was the fact. Like, um, holy shit! Like he's jumped from there to here after everything he said about this place and everything, you know, he said about this place during his time in AEW. Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely think it did. It, it, it's insane to think that to, Tony Khan is so... I don't want to take shots at AEW because I do love AEW and a recent AEW match, Hangman versus Swerve, is one of my favourite wrestling matches of the year. My favourite AW match of all time. Absolutely. Five stars. But Tony Khan is so bad at his job that he mended one of the... Like, he... He mended one of the... The, the relationships, like, one of the, one of the most badly burned bridges of all time. He repaired that relationship because he's so bad at his... Man- he has no management skills. Like, I know he... Eric Ten Hag could run AEW better than Tony Khan. 
and he's a terrible manager. <laughs> Man, I know, I know uh, Shad Khan, his father. I know he gave him a Punjabi verbal beatdown. I know he was mad. I know he was mad. I know Tony Khan went to his dad like, oh my God, Baba's going to rip my head off. Like, uh, yeah, you had a great point. That's a great point. Tony Khan really repaired WWE. That's how bad of a booking decision he made. Like, oh my God. And he might have, like, ballsed up the signing of Mercedes Monet. (laughs) He might be now going back to WWE. Have you seen Bailey's tweet? Yes, yes, I saw that. Mm-hmm. I, yes, it's coming that back. Could be, that could be her just supporting a friend because she has gone to some of the New Japan shows, but I want to be naive and think she's coming back to the WWE, so that's what I'm going to believe. <laughs> fantasy booking idea, fantasy booking idea. Damage control murders, or not literally, but like you get the point, like completely destroys Bailey. We know it's going to happen, just completely mm-hmm. wipes her out, whatever. Maybe they gang up on her again at the Royal Rumble and then 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, Sasha Banks is back, and then at WrestleMania, somehow some way, you incorporate Bailey and Sasha Banks in a story, and maybe another wrestler too, in a story versus Damage Control, and maybe they're victorious. Or maybe mm. they do a Roman Reigns, because I really love this bloodline angle they're doing. I'd love to see Damage Control like never lose for like four years. I think that'd be pretty Ooh. ballsy and pretty awesome. I'd be I'd be so down for that. <laughs> I'd be very down for that. But what do you think of that idea? Maybe Sasha Banks returns at the Rumble to help Bailey and have a story against Damage Control. I think a way you could bring her back and entice bringing her back is maybe letting her win the Rumble because she hasn't won a Rumble yet in her career which is quite surprising. So you could say to her, come back, win the Rumble, and then you do like Sasha versus Bailey versus EO at WrestleMania for the title. Okay, okay. Something like that. Because like, Sasha and Bailey's relationship, they're best friends, but they also, you know, they have, they've had some great matches against each other as well. So I think, I think bring her back. In the Royal Rumble, she helps Bailey, but then eliminates Bailey and wins it, something okay. like that. So okay. she comes back as a friend, but then turns on her. And then I think that would be a cool way to do it. But there's so much potential there, especially with Kyrie now back as well, and also Mercedes and Kyrie had a great match recently um, for you know for the IWGP Women's Championship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I think, yeah, there's so much potential there. But how did Tony Khan balls that up? <laughs> she was at Wembley. She was at Wembley for All In. You were at Wembley for All In, okay? You yes, were there. And, and I'm there was, it, was it as packed and as entertaining and as atmospheric as Tony Khan was saying on TV? It was as entertaining and as atmospheric as he was saying. Absolutely not as packed. Um, okay. He said they sold. He said like eighty thousand tickets. Yeah, yeah. He said the the paid attendance was like eighty one thousand. There was nowhere near eighty one thousand people in that stadium. I think. Wow. I think the the local council have said the actual count of people who entered the stadium is like seventy two thousand or something, which sounds about right. Because like the whole one end of the pitch, like where the goal would be if it was a football match, mm-hmm. was like. That was completely tapped off for where the hard cam would be. Um, and 
the seats that were on the floor because there's no roof at Wembley. They had to have, uh, you know, like something covering the ring, and because of that, you couldn't fill the whole floor with seats. And oh, okay, uh, a lot of the like you know the seats like the upper tiers and the lower tiers there was you could you could you could tell they weren't full but the atmosphere mm. was still incredible um okay yeah it was really is you know really amazing event to see um okay but i do have maybe this is going off on the tangent but i do have a lot of problems with tony khan choosing it to be on a bank holiday weekend in august because mm-hmm. The train services are like um, the cut short on a Sunday anyway. But when it's a bank holiday, it took us four hours to get from Wembley to our hotel, <laughs> and our hotel was twenty minutes, like 20, 30 yeah. minutes away from Wembley by train, and it took us four hours to get there. So wow, that is that's insane. Yeah, you, sh- you, sh- you shouldn't do it on on a bank holiday that's weekend. Crazy. It's a terrible idea. Let's get back to CM Punk. He's he's yeah. back in WWE and. His first feud, the building it slowly, but Seth Rollins. Yes. Yeah, it's got to be. It's listen. <laughs> Seth Rollins is one of the biggest baby faces in WWE right now. Um, Seth Rollins has held that title for six months now. Um, he has made the World Heavyweight Championship mean something, and especially now with like Drew McIntyre. I'll bet you everything that I own. Drew McIntyre is going to interfere in that title match between Jey Uso and Seth Rollins next week on Raw. Oh, right. It's yeah, going to happen. Hundred percent. It's going to happen. He's going to claim more them, and it's probably going to be used. That screen time is going to be used as an opportunity to show just how monster and just how much of a deranged heel, uh, a, a angry psychopathic Scottish psychopath Drew McIntyre can be. You know, like I think that's what's going to happen. I think Jay is going to get a massive beat down. Unfortunately, which sucks, <laughs> but. I think, and I really love what they're doing with Drew versus Jay. Like, Drew is so triggered by Jay, bro. I love it. Like, he's like his mortal enemy. It's like how the Green Goblin sees Spider-Man. Like, it's like yeah. it's literally the same. He's like, oh, my God, Jay Uso. And then he goes into attack mode. I love it. Um, but I think uh, when you look at Raw right now in the first feud, which is CM Punk and Seth Rollins, one how do you even book that right because first of all cm punk coming back i love it i think it's fantastic i think it's great for the business i think wrestling feels like 2013 all over again and as they indicated me super happy and i also think cm punk has a lot to give in terms of storylines and quality like Mm -hmm. let's not forget aew cm punk versus mjf was money absolutely money it was so good I loved CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston. That was awesome. I loved CM Punk versus John Moxley. That was awesome. So I'm not saying CM Punk is washed. I just don't want him to have controversy everywhere he goes. And I think where WWE is concerned, I think there's a lot of wrestlers who are waiting for CM Punk to try something just so they can snap him in and have mm-hmm. I think CM Punk is aware of that. I, there's nobody in WWE who fears him at all. I don't, there, I can get, and I'm not trying to disrespect CM Punk. I don't think any boy in the any man or woman in the back is scared of CM Punk because Roman Reigns is your locker room leader. Yeah, and they no know, one is scared of him. They know like if he tries anything, they'll be like, "Yeah, you, you gone." Yeah, like Seth Rollins, like Joe or Joe, like Roman has said in the past, like he doesn't like him. He'll do business with them, but he does not like him. So, mm-hmm. and I think Seth CM Punk is aware of that. I think there's going to take it's going to be a few years for him to mend that relationship, but. I think the best feuds are the ones that kind of capitalize off of real life. Mm-hmm. And I think CM Punk's inclusion now, not being in the bloodline, but just 
being on Raw, having Seth Rollins having his own opportunity, CM Punk having his own, or not opportunity, but uh, his own screen time, CM Punk having his own screen time, Seth Rollins and CM Punk. I think that the way you book them has to be much like Daniel Bryan, Randy Orton, and the Authority era. Like it's got to span mm-hmm. over months, bro. Like it's oh, got yeah, it's got to be long term. There's so much like juice there. There's so much real life tension to feed off of. Yeah, it's got to be a long term. It's got to last until WrestleMania at least. How how would you book it? Like let's <laughs> let's book from Royal Rumble or even from next week to WrestleMania. How would you book CM Punk? Okay, so uh you know what? I wouldn't mind seeing him win in the Royal Rumble. I, I would honestly mind hate it. that. I would hate that. I would hate that, bro. I'm not gonna lie. I would turn into a CM Punk hater so fast. <laughs> you don't. You don't deserve the Royal Rumble winning, or you don't deserve winning the Royal Rumble. Excuse me. You don't deserve to win that. What? <laughs> after after well, every single promo against WWE, and I'm not even a WWE mark. Right, I'm not even like a fanboy. I'm just saying, bro. Like, do you know how bad of a look that is, especially on Drew McIntyre? But it it would get people talking and get people watching it, and, and it'd make money. So I think that's what they might do. Would he be a heel in the eyes of the fans? I th- I think he would be like sort of in between. So he'd be like, it'd be like presenting himself as a face but then seth slowly chips away at him gets him to bring his like heel nature out i think that's what i see happening but okay maybe maybe him versus seth rollins at wrestlemania doesn't need the world heavyweight championship maybe Hmm. either drew or damien is champion by then and la knight wins a rumble and faces drew or damien at wrestlemania I feel like LA Knight and Damian Priest have kind of become obstacles in booking right now. There mm-hmm. is no storyline that I see with Damian Priest fitting anywhere. And I'm not trying to say this disrespectfully. I still don't know why the hell he won money in the bank. Other than to make the Judgment Day look dominant, which, okay, I like that. But yeah. Damien Priest should have won the title off of a Finn Balor when Finn Balor should have beaten Seth Rollins. That's yeah. what should have... You know, it would have been predictable, but sometimes epically, epic proportions of a predictable event is better than subverting expectations and having a, a booking situation. Now, like, Damien Priest doesn't fit in anywhere. Like, maybe, what happens? Like, Maybe Drew interferes with that match on Monday. And then as he's leaving, Damien comes in and cashes in. And then you've got Drew versus Damien, and then Seth's free for the CM Punk stuff. But I feel like that's an undercard event, and that kind of diminishes the World Heavyweight Championship, because there's no way Damien Priest versus Drew McIntyre is a main event over Seth or CM Punk. You see see what I'm saying? It's just a broken... Why did he win Money in the Bank? He didn't. Des- he didn't need it. I don't want to say he didn't deserve it. He deserves it, but he didn't like. It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. No, just so they oh. can sell the Senor Money in the Bank purple briefcases. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's just I don't get it. I don't get mm-hmm. it. Like L. A. Knight really should have won Money in the Bank. I, I, I still, I still think he should have. Yeah. 
that's not thing. Where does LA Knight fit? You know, because you got Yeet to me is more popular than yeah now. Yeah, probably. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like Jay Uso, I feel like is Jay Uso, Jimmy Uso at -hmm. WrestleMania. Seth Rollins, CM Punk, Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes, Gunther versus Brock Lesnar. What that that needs to happen, right? Mm -hmm. Uh those are all five star matches that are worthy of the main event, right? Mm-hmm. I don't see a match where Drew or Damien fit anywhere where you can justify that match being in the same caliber of those I just mentioned. Yeah, that's a good point. So if if it is Seth versus Punk for the World Heavyweight title, then a WrestleMania, should should Punk win that or no? Do you think it's right after everything that happened? Oh, but but they've said they've mended the fences. They've said. I think. Um, Do you think they would give him that win? I think. I think CM Punk should win, but in a heel manner. Yeah. I think, like, because if you justify from a perspective of these are two men who legitimately hate each other, it has transcended being liked by the fans or not. It truly is a grudge match. It truly is a. This should be WWE's uh, answer to Swerve versus Hangman Adam Page. Hmm. Yeah, make it like no this DQ, something like answer. that. Yeah, because you had Cody versus Seth, and that was uncomfortable, right? Mm-hmm. Why don't you do it again? Seth is clearly comfortable in those situations. CM Punk had the dog collar match. He's comfortable in those situations. I think there should be a grudge match. Obviously, because it's WWE, they're not going to do the edgy blood stuff. But just like an intense, hard-hitting, uncomfortable-to-watch match, it, and with quality storytelling, maybe 40 minutes, yeah, mm-hmm. like, why not? Tear the roof off, Seth versus CM Punk. Uh, Seth is one of the most professional wrestlers in the world. He's a safe worker. He always looks out for his, uh, you know, co-workers when he's in the ring with them. I have no doubt he would have no problem working with CM Punk and yet using his acting skills to really pull an angle that he hates him you know um i think it'd be perfect for it that's i think they should have cm punk maybe hit set in the groin or something like that mm-hmm. a cheap shot a low blow and then win because what did cm punk say on monday night raw i'm not here to make friends i'm here to make money yeah so good you, you, yeah you know I, I, and then yeah. uh, i think i think that's that's a good way of doing it and that could be the moment where like Seth has broken him and he's finally embraced the fact that he's being like a heel. Yeah, yeah. Um, that would be awesome, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, or <sighs> I saw reports that the, the dream match is CM Punk versus Steve Austin. I think that's really stupid. Really? I think that's really dumb. Oh, I'd love to see that. Bro, not not this year. I don't I'm think it should be this Stone- year. But, like, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but, like, who's still trying to see Stone Cold Steve Austin move in the ring? Are you kidding me, bro? He can barely move. Like, come on. Like, I'm not tr- I'm not trying to see that. Like, maybe bring oh, him back. It's still like, a dream match. It's still a dream match. How? Like, he can't move. Like, how? You can't have a match if you can't move. Like, how? Yeah, the I, promo I, battle, sure. He did all right against Kevin Owens last year. He did okay. Yeah. But that was more if, KO, if, man. Like KO. 
if it's like a no DQ match like that where it doesn't have to rely on how he how he moves like in ring where it can be just a bit of a brawl, I think maybe that could work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. But is that really? Does that get the you know your the juices flowing? You know, does that get your blood pumping? To me, it's Seth versus CM Punk. You know, mm-hmm. it's LA Knight versus Logan Paul for the US title. I think that's a oh. great money match. I think, um, you know, you know, uh, what do you say? Sorry, I can't speak. Um, Guter versus Brock for the Intercontinental title. I think, mm-hmm. and then that match, you know, it would be really ballsy as if Gunther defeats Brock, like squashes him. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then relinquishes the Intercontinental title in the middle of the ring. Like, bro, I just beat Brock Lesnar. I don't care about this title anymore. I beat the final boss. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, I'm i going to keep this title forever. Now it's a curse. I want to give it up. Like, all right, you guys. Mm-hmm. Like, you know? And then um, he wins I think the World awesome. Heavyweight title at Bash in Berlin. Yeah, yeah. Boom, there you go. Hmm. Um, There's a lot that they could do there, you know? Uh, you know the, the damage control. I would love to them for them to be a long term faction. That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, Seth versus CM Punk, Roman versus Cody. I mean, yeah, Seth versus CM Punk has got to be night one main event, and then yeah. fall, like I, I think if if you're to close out the night, the final two matches of night one really should be Jay versus. Well, no. It should be Logan Paul versus uh, LA Knight for the US title with then CM Punk versus uh, um, Seth Rollins. And then night two, the final two matches, I would say, is Jimmy versus Jay, Cody versus Roman. Yeah, I think that makes sense. You know, that that's how I would do it. Yeah. But yeah, no, CM Punk, yeah, it's got to be Seth. But after Seth, how would you book CM Punk? There's reports that he's going to be Roman next, but that's those plans. This is interesting. There's no mention of titles. Yes, I think I think it should be for like fighting for the custody of Paul Heyman, if you like. <laughs> like yeah. this should be yeah, the yeah. feud should be based around Paul Heyman. Um, I think that could be really interesting. But the fact that we we know Seth and Roman both dislike him in real life and but they're like the first two people he's rumored to be having a feud with to me that says that wwe are already handling punk better than aw did because after you know the brawl out like everything that happened between him and the elite they didn't even they didn't just refuse to work with him they refused to even sit down and have a chat with him um, yeah, yeah. Which when, when they're EVPs, Ridiculous. when they're running a company, this is Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins who aren't in any EVP position. They're just talent on the roster. They're, they're willing to get over their differences yeah. and just make money and just do the match because they're professionals. Yeah. And the elite are the great, you know, young books aren't my cup of tea. I've never really been a big fan of them. But Kenny Omega, I think, is brilliant. Yeah. But they need to just act more professional. But that yeah. Roman Reigns match, I mean, Roman like, Reigns versus CM Punk, is going to be phenomenal. 
I think real quick to touch on AEW, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm not trying to be a mark. Nobody in the world knows who the Young Bucks are. I'm sorry. The average wrestling yeah. fan, nobody cares. Nobody in Pakistan is watching AEW. I'm just being honest. Nobody in Saudi is watching AEW. Nobody in China is watching AEW. Nobody in Australia is watching AEW. Now watch some mark like take this and then make me look dumb. But I'm just saying, it's WWE. WWE runs the place because they have a long-term story-based like model. You know what I'm saying? They like to play the long game. They're doing everything that Vince McMahon failed to do. They're capitalizing on the riches that they have. Yeah, That's why so much AEW wrestlers are trying to get back. Andrade, Malachi Black, they're trying to get back. They don't want to be at AEW. Because AEW was an opportunity to get back at Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon is gone. Why hate WWE? Yeah, exactly. You get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like, I think like Tony Khan has completely, he needs to be a man. You cannot come out on national television, and I'm sounding a little bit like Andrew Tate, but bear with me. Like, you cannot come out on national television and admit your weakness, especially when you are the owner of AEW, saying some dumb comment like, I was fearing for my life. You don't, you don't need to say that. You don't need to say I'm sorry. As a man, as a leader, as somebody who needs to be able to exercise his authority on the product that he owns because this is a business you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying you cannot admit weakness you can't you cannot admit weakness what the hell was he thinking i'm so what he should have said is cm punk endangered the life of a lot of people backstage Mm -hmm. why would you admit that oh yeah i was scared too Say whatever you want about uh, Mr. I don't believe in consent, Vince McMahon. But do you ever think Vince McMahon would ever come out on national television admitting that he feared for his life because of another man? Nope. <laughs> Vince Vince runs that iron. He, he runs a tight ship. Mm-hmm. Tony, what are you doing, bro? What are you doing? Tony created a whole nother show, Collision, just because of the Young Bucks refused a meeting with cm punk he created a whole new show instead of being like i i cut the checks yeah you're going to do what i say he just wanted to have a real life action figure collection that's all he wanted like real he wanted to just make friends with these wrestlers like his the way he runs aw is the exact opposite of punk's closing line in that promo tony khan is not there to make money he's there to make friends Yes, that is the perfect line. I agree with that. Yeah, he's there to make friends. And uh, you're going to burn out. It's going to be WCW 2.0. How do you sign Jay White? Because everybody keeps talking about Will Osprey. Will Osprey, that's great. Phenomenal. Will Osprey is great. I'm not denying that. I'm not disrespecting him. They took Jay White and made him lose to a handicapped MJF. Yeah, I was Swerve not Strickland. happy with how that happened. Swerve Strickland, of no fault of Swerve's at all, has become the star that Jay White was every thinking everybody was going to be for AEW. It's Swerve's show. Who's ta- who's uh, uh, what's the phrase? Who's whose house? Swerve's house, right? Yeah. Like Swerve is going to be AEW champion. He's going to destroy MJF. Like it's he's going to be champion. And you know what else is going to happen? Swerve is going to come back to WWE. I think I'm telling you, inevitable. AEW. I think. I think Ricky Starks is the next one, and then probably mm-hmm. in a few years down the line, Swerve. 
Can you imagine him and Prince Nana at the Royal Rumble with the uh, big pressure? <laughs> oh, bro, man. Prince the, Nana the just comes out doing his stuff. Then, uh, well, then, uh, right. like, bro, like that would go insane. Like the that's what I'm saying. AEW has become NXT in a lot of ways. It really has. Because all of the stars that have been established, then we're excited to see in WWE, and then WWE is smart. They use them the right way there. They have learned from Sting. How they treated Sting, they have not done that. Mm-hmm. Now, they've learned from that. Shout out Triple H, uh, which is ironic because Triple H buried Sting. <laughs> so I guess like that's, I guess you learn from your mistakes, I suppose. But no, AEW, bro, like, I don't know what they're doing, bro. Like, I'm not excited about, like, what is it, the Continental Classic? What the F? Like, what is this crap? I want to yeah. see. Tony Khan just went, when, he, when, he, when, he, when he's struggling, when, when you know, things aren't going too well, when he's struggling with the booking and that, he just, he just uses tournaments as, like, a crutch. They have a tournament, like, every two weeks. So why does this tournament mean anything different? Just because you win the Ring of Honor title combined with whatever title you end up winning yeah it's not into it Mm -hmm. there's too much titles the trios Mm -hmm. titles you the the uh roh titles um that you've got the tnt title which i do love edge versus or adam copeland versus christian cage (laughs) i do love the whole father shtick i i think it's awesome but Mm -hmm. AEW can't sell out a show in America. You've seen the the pictures on Twitter. Yeah, the, it's the bad. hard camera angle. They can't sell out. I think it's really bad. It's like a high school basketball game. And I don't know. Shout out to the AEW wrestlers because they themselves are legitimately good performers. But Tony Khan hasn't put them in a position to succeed. Mm-hmm. The whole alternative to WWE thing died when Triple H um took over. Yeah, definitely. it was over. It was over. There was. It was it was done. So I guess my question to you is like with the young bucks, you know what I mean? Like they are AEW, they signed AEW, but Tony Khan obviously made the wrong decision and the CM Punk thing. He should have reprimanded the Young Bucks and, and, and Kenny Omega because I do believe this and, and there's evidence behind it and I'm gonna stand by this. They were the ones spreading around the Cole Cabana thing. The Young Bucks were talking a lot of trash about CM Punk. What did CM Punk, in my opinion, and this is coming from a fanboy who only listens to dirt sheets on the internet, so don't take my <laughs> opinion too seriously. From my perspective, it was like CM Punk's like, bro, I'm a legend in this business. Who the hell are you guys? Why are you talking trash? And then they were like, excuse me, who are you? And it was a battle of egos, and Tony yeah. picked the guys who he built the company with. When he never should have done that. He should yeah. he should have he should have been like, we're all sitting down. I cut the checks. WWE is going to benefit from us falling out. We can't have that. Mm-hmm. You know? And instead, he, like you said, he doesn't want to make money. He wants to make friends. No and kid. I'm of, sorry. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And because of his inept, inept, ineptitude, is that the right word? Um, WWE is about yep. to have one of the best years in the history of the company in 2024. Yeah, WrestleMania. WrestleMania 40, bro. Uh, mm-hmm. Philly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They shout out. And hey, this is testament that having a product makes other products better. An alternative product mm-hmm. does improve the industry. That yes, is true. Absolutely. Unfortunately, it was now at AEW's detriment. But my question can AEW bounce back from this? Yes. I, I think they definitely can. I think 
I think what they need to do is they need to really put that Tony Khan needs to set up a team to do all the jobs that he seems to be doing at the moment. Like, you know, he needs to have a proper team for booking and everything like that. And they need to, you know, they, they are more focused on like having incredible matches rather than the long-term storylines. But I think they mm-hmm. have the capability to do both have the long-term storylines, but also have the banger matches that they have been doing. Um, put the belt on Swerve as soon as possible. Yeah. Because that man is money. And I think MGF has had an absolutely incredible title run. It's insane to think it's been over a year now. Um, mm-hmm. And But I think, I think it's time for Swerve to be champion. I think do that... S- just set up a team around you. Revoke the EVP status of the elite. That's one thing I'd do. I think that needs to be done. Even if, even if it pisses the elite off, it's the right move for the company. If they truly care about the company, they'll step down from those EVP roles. Um, mm-hmm. And I think more pay-per-views. I heard they were thinking of going to 12 per year. I think that's fine because that'll make them... That'll make the storytelling on TV more consistent. So... I think, and, and they have to increase the market. They have to mm-hmm. increase the market out of just Chicago because now with Punk being with WWE, there goes your Chicago crowd. Yeah, they we yeah, had they, like eighty billion shows in Chicago every year. You can't do that now. Yeah, they just they they play it safe and like Tony Khan said he, for he says every year he wants to do all in at Wembley, all out in Chicago, but that's gonna no one's going to be turning up at Wembley in a few years because it's not going to be special anymore. Like, you need mm-hmm. to move it around. Yeah. Like, bring it up north. Bring it to Manchester so I don't have to pay 70 quid for a train down to London. <laughs> That's funny. Like, Tony, bro. Tony, you, you... Do you think... It would be crazy if, like, somehow Endeavor acquired AEW, bro. Like, um, I don't want that to happen. Oh, I think that would be horrible for the business. That would be horrible for the business. But like, some, I something want we need AEW to mention. To something we need to mention, which could be bad mm-hmm. for AEW. Warner Bros. Discovery, uh, meant to be leading the race for the TV rights for WWE. So if they oh, win that, WWE is no going to be on TNT, and AEW is just going to be like chucked out. <laughs> Would Warner Brothers do that though? Like, would they? Because they already have AEW, or no, they don't have AEW. Yeah, they they they've got AEW because AEW's on TNT and TBS. But would they? Would they do that? See, the, would the, they the, have no problem trading what they already have for a bigger product? Is that is if, essentially if it, are they just going to make more a trade? Money. If it makes more money, because like Rampage gets okay. what three hundred thousand to four hundred thousand. In the ratings, SmackDown gets 2.5 million. Okay. So, I know they're not on at the same time, but it's it's a no-brainer. If like you know, it, it yeah yeah. yeah. Um. So think... then, like, what what would happen to the TNT Championship? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And That's is there a legitimate from... chance? Is there a legitimate? Is there a legitimate chance that this happens? Apparently, Warner Bros. Discovery are leading the race. Bro, that'd be hilarious. Yeah. Can Tony Khan stop that? I don't think so. Cause I think I think AEW are also in negotiations f- 
for like their TV rights renewal. So, but I think it would mm. it would be it wouldn't be SmackDown. It'd just be Monday Night Raw. But so yeah, oh, actually yeah, disregard me SmackDown okay. comment. But yeah, it'd be Monday Night Raw. Okay. Wow. Well, Warner Brothers Discovery. <laughs> if that happens, bro, um, that'd be quite embarrassing for AEW. Last thing I'll say about CM Punk is. Do you think this is going to end well? Do yes. you think this is the beginning of something special, or do you think it's gonna like CM Punk's gonna leave and same old, same old? Maybe this is me being naive, but I think WWE can handle him, and I think he knows he needs to be on his best okay. behavior. So I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna say yeah. But they is. couldn't handle him last time. They couldn't handle him last time. It's a, it's a, like, like Triple H said, it's a different company. But I do, I do think that moment the other night at Survivor Series was really special. And I know you saw what I said on Twitter. When wrestling gives you those moments like that, when wrestling's at its best in moments like that, there's no better form of entertainment out there. Hmm. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, I'm excited. Let's watch. We'll see what happens. Um, Royal Rumble this year is going to be very entertaining. Oh, very, yeah. very entertaining. Yeah, they're starting to build Go already. It's, it's exciting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, what if CM Punk shows up at 30? Oh, He's destined to win it at that point. He's maybe maybe after losing a match to Seth Rollins earlier in the night or losing a match to someone earlier in the night.